Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 podcast. The RIP 28 podcast It's a place where a couple of fellas can get together and we can talk about a couple of things. Now, some of those things you're going to like, some of those things you're not going to like, but we're going to keep on talking about it here on the RIP 28 podcast. I am your humble host, Slider Sports Guy. I'm joined by a few of my good, 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 good friends, my good, good friends. We're going to start off, we're going to start off with the man in the upper left. What's going on, Mr. C. Nez? Yeah, it's 3,000 in the building, ATL. Let's have some fun in 2021. <laughs> down in the bottom, <laughs> down in the bottom, the number one Buffalo Bills fan. What's going on, LBZ? What's going on, man? It's BZ the Great, a.k.a. Mr. Second Seed in the AFC. Here to chop it up with the guys and the pretty lady. Let's get it started. And down on the other side, you fight monster, low country's finest. What's going on, baby? Man, ain't nothing, ain't nothing, man. Sipping on this thing, y'all know it's infamously known for that bottle. But uh, we chilling down here, man. Uh oh. And on the other side, the other, the top, the top corner, we got a special guest. We got a special guest. We had to bring her back one more again, one more again. Miss Shauna C, what's going on, baby? What's happening, fellas? That's called South Carolina. Hey, I don't know how special Shawna is. She, she, she is quote unquote. She's one of the guys now. She's been on so much now. I'm a lady. <laughs> a lady. She's, She's a lady. I'm a lady. That's right. Well, you know, we were talking, talking about all the good stuff that we have going on on the Rip Twenty Eight podcast, man. We want to let everybody know how you can watch us, how you can tune in to the RIP28 podcast. We're everywhere, man. You can get us on Twitter. You can get us on Facebook. You can get us on the Anchor app, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud. We even on iTunes for all you iTunes people out there. Check yes, us it out on iTunes, man. Hey, man, we, we here. We there. We even at your mama house. We at your grandmama house. We everywhere. That's right. That's right. Check us out, man, if, if you want to get some of this good, good advice we're giving out, all this good game we're giving to you on the RIP 28 podcast, man. Before we get into this thing, man, you know, everybody over here taking a sip on some stuff, man. What, what you sipping on over there, Chan? Oh, same things. I got a little absolute cranberry and a little Corona for the Corona season. Oh, okay, okay. What you got, Carl? Uh, I got some Casamigos and St. Germain. I got that's that rich people stuff. I don't even know what that is. That's, yeah, that's that. man. I know Jermaine on there. Six, six, nine got him a liquor. <laughs> what man, you, you know, on, bro, bro? Man, I got some uh Patron and lemonade, my brother. Patron and lemonade, Coop. You done took Coop. Coop, you got the drink in one hand and the hook in the other. What you got down there, bro? Yeah, sipping on the same thing. LB's sipping on, but I'm just taking shots though. 
And God shot, don't want that hookah, you heard? Dre got Big Ben on his wrist, huh? What he, what he got on here? That boy got a big old clock on there. He got Big Ben on his wrist. Over here, <laughs> he looked like Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Oh, man. Look, look, we want to let everybody know, man. We want to let everybody know we're talking about this liquor, but you know, all, all you all you spirit distributors and everything else, we are for sale, man. You know, you, we can buy some sponsorship here on the RIP 28 podcast. You can come on out here and uh, join in, join in for us. Uh, show you how much you love us. Show you how much you love us on the real podcast. We'll drink champagne, wine, all that. We don't care, man. We ain't picky. We ain't picky at all. We ain't we picky at all. We don't discriminate. Just, I, I just ain't drinking no wine cooler. You ain't drinking no wine? I don't, I don't know, man. They still make wine coolers? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Bottles hey. of James, thanks hey, for your support. Like, uh, Shauna says you don't uh, go that deep into the liquor store. First thing I got drunk, I was on Boom Farm. Boom Farm, <laughs> y'all remember that? Boom Farm. Strawberry Hill. Strawberry Hill. Boom Farm is Wingate, boy. Cut that out, boy. That Boom Farm and that that Mad Dog 2020. There you go. I ain't never that, Boy, the blueberry got me. Boy, I was drinking that MD behind behind uh. Bilo on the river, boy. <laughs> Behind the Bilo? Hey, you know the cut? Before plug no, chase? I do, I do not. Before I do not know the cut. Shauna only know the cuts in the forest. That's in it. The forest girl. <laughs> you ain't never been to the cut from plug chase to um, Colony East, and then the other cut from Colony East to San Andrews Park. No, sir. Hey, I know that's a lot. I got pictures of her and Lil' Ottenham out there in the forest. Hey, you know why Shauna was first? Cause she's a lady. She gets her and she's a lady. You know we ain't had no, you know we ain't had no cameras back then. That part. He had, he had he that had Polaroid. Polaroid had to shake it at. Hey, that goes Shauna right there. <laughs> could nobody in the forest afford no Polaroids? Stop playing. Hey man, hey, they, hey. Could, they could. I got, they I got to call some decorum, man. Y'all talk. Let's get back on task, man. Let's tell the people what today's episode about, man. We are going to do our wrap-up show. I'm talking about a year in review, the best year ever, year 2020, man. We want to wrap this year up, going into a new year. Everybody does their wrap-up show, so we're going to have our wrap-up show. And we're going to start off in January. We're going to start off at the beginning of the year, man, talking about this year. I think the year started off with one of the first things happening in the year was um, – they tried to impeach Trump early on in the year. They thought they'd get old boy up out of here. It ain't really work out the way everybody thought it was. He managed to beat the, he beat the case. He, he beat the case and walked on off, man. That boy, he truly is the Teflon Don. He is the Teflon Don. 
and then we can move up a little bit further. What y'all know about Harvey Weinstein? Now he ain't beat the case. Oh, Harvey uh -huh. ain't beat the case. Oh, Uncle Harvey. Uncle Harvey. Sit on my lap. It's a special place to hell for Harvey. It's a special place to hell for him. Why, man? That man was just trying to help out young actresses. Don't do this, to, Don't do this. He was trying to help out the young actresses, trying to uh, better themselves. And he just told them, hey, man, if you want to get this job, slob on the knob. <laughs> hey. That's the problem. <laughs> we got daughters. <laughs> Hey, hey y'all, I, I don't have any daughters. So I can't, I don't feel y'all pain. Hey. You got a mama and a sister. Yeah. Hey, but my mama and my sister smart enough not to go to somebody's <laughs> hotel at three in the morning for for a damn acne trial. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Sly, I ain't even gonna say nothing. <laughs> yeah, don't say, don't say that. I had, I had the mute button over here, remember? I had the mute button. Oh. Uh, so we skip yeah. off, skip off with Harvey. We go down. I was kind of sad now because the next thing happened. I think early February, late January was uh, Kobe Bean. Kobe Bean Bryant passed away, man. The Bean, the Bean left us. Yeah. That, that was a sad one for the home team. Hey man, I ain't gonna lie, boy. I'm a huge Kobe fan. That was that was almost one of those ones like somebody close to you went, boy. It was like. That was our Jordan, our era, this era's Jordan. And when we lost COVID, man, it was some sad days, man. That was definitely one of those, remember where you were when you got the news. I can remember I was sitting at a restaurant here in Indy with a couple of friends and I got a text message and I was like, what? And then you jump on Facebook, right? Cause the news always breaks on Facebook. You're like, what? I know this isn't right. Let me go to CNN. And then you start scrolling and you start looking. It's definitely one of those. I remember where you were when when that happened. I can I can believe it. Uh, you know how Facebook be killing people all the time and it be fake. I was like, I, was like, I thought that was fake too. And I was like, man, it can't be right. Kobe, this man just getting into his groove, man. He, I think he's been through some big things in this world. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. Women and girls, you know, he had his daughter hooping. She was a good player, and, and it was just a sad day. And, and, and I'll be the first to say, at first, I, I couldn't stand Kobe at first. And then I learned to respect him because I was like, man, you got to respect dude just Kobe, man. It, it was like, I can't hate on this dude no more. He's a great player. You know what I'm saying? And then, by, you know, he, he got hurt a few times and retired, stayed with the same team his whole career. Not too many people can say that. Technically, he didn't. He was a Hornet. He was a Hornet. But he stayed with the Lakers because that was his team. Go ahead and get <laughs> off COVID. But check this out, though. Besides Chance, that was my that was my that was my favorite girl dad. Hello, hello, hello. Besides you, you Chance, not girl, hey, girl dad, Chance. Girl, girl dad. dad. That's a big compliment, right there, Brian. Hey man, my yeah, that's my dog, man. I go ahead and got these glasses on. I can't see me tearing up a little bit. Yes. Yeah, I know I was riding. Just, I was riding down the road, and they said, "I know, I hear, I get a text message from my dog Red." I'm like, "Kobe, man, get, I'm like, man, get up out of here, man." I, I text him back, like, "Yeah, right." You know what I'm saying? Did the same thing like Shauna said. Hit the social media, 
Actually, I went to TMZ. I was like, man, TMZ might be putting this, this bull out there. I went to TMZ, so I was on TMZ. I'm like, oh. If it's on TMZ, it's legit. They do not right. break stories that aren't real. Right. And they say, I know, and they hit, they hit everything. And I was like, man, come on, dog. Like, I got all, everything we got going on. Really? COVID? Like, yeah, that was a deep one, man. Then the way it happened, too, is like, that's that's problems that we won't know nothing about. Uh, right. Riding a helicopter to a practice a game or something like that. I'm like, hey, speak for yourself. Shauna does this every day. <laughs> speak for yourself. This is Shauna's alley right here. I, I walk to work. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, probably because you live next door. Uh, something I ain't never know nothing about. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Speak for yourself. Don't speak hey, for everybody on the panel. Uh, man, I, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking that to existence. I'm speaking that to existence. I'm gonna have my helicopter. I'm, I'm I don't want none. I don't want none. Now. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Hey, we don't want the one from uh, Walmart. So like, we talking about a real helicopter, bro. <laughs> he's gonna get a drone. He, he, he gonna get him a little drone. Talking about he got a helicopter. Hey, hey, we, hey we got him at school. I'm gonna be hanging on to my drone just like this, flying to work, flying to my office. Oh, Boy, stop lying. Stop lying. Okay. Hey, it's a lot of things. It's a it's a lot of things happened in 2020, but you losing weight was not one. Hey, look, it, it happened, bro. It happened. We'll get to that later on. But speaking of lying, we're gonna we gonna get to everybody that they gained them COVID-19 pounds, Brian. <laughs> hey, speak. like the freshman 15, they picked up that COVID-19. <laughs> yes, uh, you better believe it. Look at chance, trying to hide one is chance. Speaking of lion, speaking of lion, we can go to the uh the other cat in the in the in the cat kingdom, uh the Tiger King. Your boy Tiger King, man. How many of y'all saw this shit? The Tiger King. Who saw the Tiger King? First off, who saw that crazy? What (laughs) I I wasn't interested after the first episode, I was good. Bro, you, you got to be kidding me, bro. When I saw the Tiger King was the craziest shit I have seen all year. And I could not. I could not turn like away. Train wreck. You couldn't look away. I couldn't look away, man. It's, it's crazy white people at his best, dog. <laughs> it, it's some crazy crackers at his best, man. The, the Tiger King, man. It, it got no more crazier than Witter than these white folk over here. That man had that man had that young man acting like he was gay because <laughs> he wanted weed and dirt bikes. <laughs> now you, you don't act like you gay, bro. The dude <laughs> said I was. He, he wasn't gay though, Chance. Nah, uh, how can you not be gay if you're doing gay stuff? He got this shirt on that looked like the trapper keeper from when we were in school. The least prank trapper. Oh keeper. no, you didn't say the trapper keeper. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Oh man, bro, the the Tiger King was that that was some hilarious wild shit. Now he gonna think if you have never seen for our viewers and even I guess our panelists, if you never watched the Tiger King, watch the Tiger King, please. If you don't take any advice I give you, you go and schedule out some time for yourself and watch the Tiger King one Saturday or one Sunday. It, it, it's well worth it in my book. Now we move on along a little bit, man, with crazy uh, hip-hop shit that happened during the year. Uh, Pop Smoke. I know we're a little bit older, but how many of y'all, you know, heard about this kid, Pop Smoke, 
getting killed. I actually, uh, before the podcast, I asked my kids about it so I can get a little info <laughs> on this subject. And it was a pretty messed up situation. Man. I guess he was an up and coming rapper, pretty much. And uh, I guess he had a party at his crib and posting the way he was and all that stuff. Well, Airbnb night, his actual crib. And I guess some folks just seen where he was and rolled up on him. And- Robbed him, killed him, man. I, I like I that's because he was he was right. posting like his money and stuff, and then where he, his location. And yeah, he had people, his people stupid. Yeah, that's a no no. That. That's a no yeah, no, man. A total, that's a total no no, especially now. You know, that's what they're looking for. They want to know oh, yeah. where that location is. They waiting on it to drop. You right. can't do that. Yeah. That's a that's young flying flashy man. Too right, flashy. We, we all, we I all hate that happen. We all got some friends on Facebook who uh, every time they get a little bit of money, they go they want to hold it up to the head or stack it on their arm and show, <laughs> spread it out, spread out a six twenties, looking like thinking they got some money or something like that, showing it off, like uh, or some weed on the on the table or something. I'm like, man, why would you do that, man? Man, man, they never had nothing because they never had nothing. Speaking of that, LeBron know what I'm talking about. I know we got we got somebody we went to school with. They treat legal money like a drug money. Now I'm like, how you got a business making good money, but you acting like you selling, like you out here hustling still? Like, come on, man, stop. Like, bro, you know what I'm talking about. Wait, so yeah. they, they they making yeah. legal money, but they yeah. act like they in dope boy? Right, right. Flashing, okay. flashing it just like, like they dope, like they still selling dope. Like, come okay. on, man, you need to sit out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, 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 it's baffling. Anything for the gram. <laughs> Anything for the gram. But uh, I guess moving on now to probably like right around April was when Corona really landed and people was like, oh, shit. They started, can- they canceled the uh, NCAA championships in late March. Uh, basketball season got put on hold. NBA season got put on hold. Baseball, they didn't start up baseball, and Corona landed. And then next thing you know, they started quarantining everybody. Every They told everybody, we need to quarantine. Now, the weird thing about this was they the run on toilet tissue. Did you, did you people go out there and start running, trying to buy up all the toilet tissue? <laughs> and, <laughs> And, and what the hell toilet tissue got to do with the corona anyway? I thought corona gave me diarrhea. I was like, why are they buying up all of the toilet tissue? <laughs> hey, hey, at my, at my job, I had to lock the bathroom doors to people stealing all the toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Hey, I was like, why? And, it, and you know we don't have the good toilet tissue at work. It's just the regular. It's one ply. I know y'all got one ply. <laughs> <laughs> I like well, folks get desperate. He talking about one ply. <laughs> you know that's that cheap paper don't be but one ply, Brian. Uh, you yep. Twenty times. <laughs> hey, mess around and clog. That's that. That's that shit you clog your toilet up with. That one ply. Don't have no septic tank. <laughs> hey, but on the real man, that Corona man, it, it kind of it hit me personally. Not as far as people getting sick or whatever. My my daughter did get it. She when she was in college, she had to be in the quarantine dorm. I mean, she didn't have very 
bad symptoms or anything, but he had it. So, I mean, that did hit home. But the biggest thing was it was her senior year of high school. Mm. So, prom got canceled. It was her last season of track. And she, we was, she was expecting to do big things. She worked real hard that summer, you know. Didn't get to didn't get to run track her last year, so I mean you know we kind of been watching, trying to see if any psychological issues or problems come about. Because I mean you know that that is that's a big thing. You know I can imagine our twelfth grade year, if football season got canceled, too man, it probably some of us wouldn't probably got a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Well. What we would did if we didn't go to college. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so how, think that's, about it though. When that's it, what you feel bad for us the seniors. Yeah. yeah. But think about it though. When it you first feel bad broke, for seniors. when the news broke, right? We thought that this thing would be a month. I can remember them telling us we that our last day in the office is March 17th. And we'll be back in two weeks. They were like, we'll be back in two weeks. We have not been in the office full time since March 17th of 2020. We almost at March 2021, which is bananas. Like this thing was supposed to be quick. And because people are conspiracy theorists and people don't want to do what they tell us to do or recommend for us to do. And, you know, they, they politicize it so much. And Atlanta still Atlanta. And uh, it's, it's still here. Them, them niggas in Atlanta. Oh, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> y'all wilding out there. Uh, that's why I'm on my garage right now. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> Man, I remember, I remember uh, when it first hit, we had to go to work or whatever. And uh, he had a big meeting and everything. Everybody was mad, big uproar or whatever. So they told us to go on, get on the line start working. And uh, my team lead come down about a couple hours later seeing a girl in another department had the coronavirus. Hey, y'all. I had to make an executive decision. I said, man, I holler at y'all. <laughs> I was out, you know what I'm saying? I was the only one that lived. Everybody was looking at me like, you leaving for real? I'm like, man, I got a four-month-old baby. I don't know what I'm going to do with that? Come home with the coronavirus. So I bounced, and then uh, basically started a chain reaction. Everybody else left, and then they shut the plant down that Monday morning. But, uh, but yeah, that was that definitely was wild. Wow. You know, it, it's crazy, you know, just the changes and everything that, that corona forced you to make. And, and the um, being, being quarantined, it's amazing what the quarantine forced you to do. But one thing the quarantine did force us or make us do was introduce us to new people. And this is one of the people they introduced us to. Now, I have no idea who this man was before quarantine. You know, I, I've heard oh, of him. I, oh, I heard of it, I, but I ain't know. You're not a hip hop head like that. I'm a hip hop. I'm a hip hop. You can't head. be if you didn't know. My, I'm taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it. You can't be a hip hop head if you ain't know D Nice from back then. You Listen, can't be. I knew D Nice, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't point him out in the crowd. There's no way in the world I could have pointed out D Nice. Until Shauna said that, I was like, "Who's that guy?" Come on, <laughs> come on. D Nice here too. I ain't never know who he looked like. I couldn't point. I couldn't point him out in the crowd. I couldn't point out who D Nice was. Before, before you and, you and the other half million people, because a lot of a lot of people just learned about him during quarantine. And and you talk about somebody who used quarantine to become to become somebody. And and I don't know if y'all listen to any of the Instagram lives, his mixes, and all of that stuff. But you know, I was quarantined, so I caught up. You know, I was listening to the 
had them on the TV just blasting away, me, me and myself, you know, having a good time listening to his mixes, man. And, and salute to D Nice for, for keeping things going during the uh during the corona hey, call. Hello? Well, he more famous oh, without question. Here. I mean, but he did he did the what the 2008 yeah. Obama inauguration ball. Yeah, he did, yeah. 16. Like he's he's not new, he's been around. Oh, I know he ain't nothing new. I'm just saying, like, I didn't know he reinvigorated himself. <laughs> yeah, he, club quarantine. Yeah, man. He he made club quarantine. He he the one who made it, man. And yeah. I got to realize I lived in Arkansas and I was three miles away from my house. We had no radio station, so I, I didn't get to hear a full song on the way to work. And I'm, like, oh, baby. I'm way behind the time. Oh, baby. Bro. I just live. My kids got to tell Bless me. Bless his heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I, I guess. I guess that's that's something, something big. I guess that happened, man. Dip, dealing so with. You also got to check out DJ Cassidy's Pass the Mic series. If y'all haven't checked that out, DJ Cassidy has done a whole series called Pass the Mic during the during the pandemic. And he brings folks, he shoots the folks to do their songs. So like he's got a whole 90s mix and it'll jump to SWV and they start singing and then it'll jump to somebody else. It's pretty dope. You got to check it out. DJ Cassidy, Pass the Mic. Well, you know, speaking of series, speaking of series that happened during the quarantine, this my what I believe was the best thing to happen during the quarantine was the versus battles. The I never knew. Oh, this was this was great. For those of you who, who are listening, who are listening, who are listening and not looking at YouTube, I got the picture <laughs> of Jeezy Jeezy versus Gucci. <laughs> Jeezy versus Gucci up here on, on their quarantine on their uh, versus battle. First of all, I thought somebody was going to get shot. <laughs> yeah. I watched the whole thing, and at one point, I was like, oh, I'm scared. Like, first of all, ain't nobody up in, up in here got on a mask, so you know they mm-hmm. willing to do anything mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> hey, bro, hey, bro, you, you playing all them old hit, man. You, you see Gucci, man. Hey, Gucci, man, man. I'm playing new, I'm playing new I'm, playing, I'm playing shit from, two, from two, two, 2020, bro. You playing the old shit. Man. Come on, catch up. Catch up. Hey, catch bro. up, man. <laughs> so, so on the real, you got to name, name your top two verses. Top two verses. Start with slap. All right. Well, let me let me let me give a list. Let me give a list of some of the verses uh, battles out there. And uh, if I if I leave something out, let me know. Uh, Gladys Knight and Patty LaBelle, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, The Rizzo versus DJ Premier, Brandy and Monica, uh, Gucci and Swiss Beats. Um, Gucci and Swiss. Gucci and Swiss. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, hey, I'm messing up the letters we've been getting too. Uh, <laughs> uh, look at that. Jagged, Jagged Edge and 112. Jagged Edge 112. Uh, Babyface and Teddy Riley. Manny Chris, uh, Scott Storch. Neo versus Jonta Austin, fabulous Jada Kids, um, Babyface Teddy Riley, uh, Two Chains and Rick Ross, Ludacris versus Nelly, T Pain and Little John, Fred Hammond, K- Kurt Franklin, Alicia Keys, John Legend. I know your heathen ass ain't hear that one. 
Beanie Man <laughs> versus Bounty Killer. I said Snoop and DMX. It was Swiss Beats and Timberland. Uh, what else? Brandy Monica said Brandy Monica, RZA, DJ Premier. Yeah, that, and that, that was about it, man. Uh, so shoot them out like Chan say, man. What what you think your top ones were? Your top two. Go ahead, Chan. Go, Go ahead, Chan. Huh? Go ahead, bro. I'm going Jeezy and Gucci, and I'm going uh, Snoop and DMX. That's good. That's good. Cool. Uh, I like the um, was that Monica and Brandy, and then uh, the other one I like was um, the answer that was kind of like the last one was um, E40 and Snoop. G5 Monster, too short. G5 Monster. G5 Monster, Monica Brandy. Just musically, those are my two favorites. You know, and well, you know what? Scratch, scratch Luna and Nelly. T-Pain and Lil John. T-Pain and Lil John was was just my favorite because of the energy, the songs that they were doing. To me, it just that's when I just had the most fun. With, they with, took it uh, back, right? They took huh? you back to that moment in time. They, they took you back. Yep. I think that's the great thing about these versus battles that they take you back to a spot. They take you back to a time, man, when you was when you was out out in these clubs. You know, right now I'm be honest, man, we ain't out in these clubs no more. We 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 ain't out there like that in these streets like that no more. But you know, it take you back to that time, and even even uh Patty Labelle. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't out doing Patty LaBelle, but that's the music we grew up listening to in our house, you know, with our parents yeah, right? and stuff. Yeah, like we that. remember our mama cleaning the house of that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that yeah. was a record. That was a record. That wasn't even a damn cassette tape. But, you, <laughs> but here's the DMX, though. Yeah, that's Snoop DMX. Man, man. I was like, love boy, still got it, man. But DMX, <laughs> man, folks be slipping on DMX got the it's man. Mm-hmm. DMS might be one of the best rappers to ever come through, but you know his reputation and all stuff he done did, you know, kind of put a damper on his name for some people. But man, he he got them hits. Man, man DMS live in Greenville and uh and uh trick trick daddy <laughs> live in Walterboro. <laughs> Walterboro. Yeah. Well, you know, trick daddy used to live in Columbia. He used to stay out there off of, um in forty eight. Forty eight. 
Yeah. Yeah, Trick Love the Kid. <laughs> but you know, throughout all these verses, one man in the verses, one man in the verses really stole the show from all the versus competitions. One man made himself just super popular, and it's this cat right here. The one and only Mr. Spice Adams. Spice. Spice. Spice Adams. Spice. He definitely stole the show doing all his little imitations of all the verses. And then, then what he did, 112, 112 in uh, Jagged Edge. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious, man. Spice Adams is a fool. And he was so quick with it. Spice, Spice had them video clips out like five minutes after it ended. <laughs> like he already had, he already, already had him. He was strategizing already. Uh, yeah. uh, he reminded me of Sly so much, though. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I can see Sly uh, like that at somebody's cookout. What's that, Chuck? What's that, Chuck? We smoked with Jagged Edge in uh, Club V12 down in the Vista, in the VIP room. Oh man, but that that was hilarious, man. The uh versus battles, you know. But I hate I hate to take it, take it there, take it here. But you know, we move on, we fast forward a little bit in the year, and then you end up with the cases of uh Brianna Taylor and George Floyd. You know, that was um that was some shit. That 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 was some shit, man. It kind of showed you. Your value, what they thought of you as as black folk, you know, you got this Brianna Teller, this chick in her bed, her and her man in the bed sleep, minding their own business. Cops come, kick down the door, and the brother does what I think any of us would do if we're in that situation. We got a gun and somebody kicked down our door. We don't know who they are. One o'clock in the morning. And do get the busing back. Bam, bam. Cops get the busing. Kill the young girl in her sleep. After they kill her in her sleep, they go and hide the fact that they murdered her, hide the fact that they kill her, trying to don't tell her parents what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. They take the they take the bro, they take the boyfriend to jail, arrest the boyfriend, and, and don't even notify the parents that the daughter's dead. The parents don't find out that Breonna Taylor is dead until almost 24 hours later. Come to find out the cops kicked in the wrong door. The dude that they was after, they had already arrested the dude the day earlier. The dude they was after never even Mm -hmm. lived in the apartment that they kicked in. And so that's when all the conspiracy theories start. Uh, you know, the cops trying to come up with, no, no, we, we really we really announced ourselves, stuff like that. No, she was a drug dealer. Nope, come to find out this chick, she's an EMT worker. You know, one of these essential workers that, that we need during this time, during this corona time. And they just bust in and kill a young lady, man, kill a young sister. And then that set out a, a, a group of protests. And then shortly after that, we see the video of George Floyd. George Floyd, you got a cop. When they show the whole video, they show multiple angles of what's going on. The, the security camera, the secu- security camera uh, video, they show them arresting George Floyd, putting them in handcuffs, having them handcuffed, and moving them to the back of the car. And then next thing you know, they take them out the car, put them on the ground, and a cop 
kneels on the back of his neck for nine minutes and seven seconds. Nine minutes and seven seconds, they have a knee on the back of this man's neck, holding him down. Man is saying he can't breathe. He having problems. You know, he, he, he dying. You got an EMT worker was recording this, was telling the cop, you killing the man. I'm an EMT worker. I can help him. I can help him. Cop puts his hand in his pocket. Knee still on his neck, put his hand in his pocket to apply more force on the back of this man's neck. And then the man hollers out to his mama, his dead mama. His mama been dead for a couple of years. He called out, mama, help me. And they kill him right there on the street. Right there on the street. You know, um, showing us the value of our life, showing us what we're worth, what we are. And that, and that set off a, a wave of protests, uh, marches, you know, demonstrations, counter protests also, other demonstrations. Uh, the cops in the cops in Minnesota, they were uh, they were fired. They were never convicted of a crime, but they were fired. But uh, they didn't lose their police license. You know, they didn't lose their police certification. So they might have been fired from the city police. But true enough, they can go back sometime soon and get a job the next county over. Fucked up situation, man. You know, you got us as black men knowing what our life is valued on the street. And all of this was for the report of a counterfeit $20 bill. The report of a counterfeit $20 bill. He wasn't proven guilty of no crime. He was just arrested that he might have had a counterfeit $20 bill. And he's dead. Woo. Fucked up being us, ain't it? Yeah, man. Hey, you know, uh just with that long dialogue that you just went on with, um, with that, <laughs> I, I was I was thinking about this for a minute, man. It was, it was like I, I kind of embarrassed myself, and and I think most black people should be embarrassed that we, man. We know this stuff been going on forever, man, years, and now it took that for people to say, "Hey, I want to protest. I want to do this now." We should have been doing this a long time ago, man. And it kind of it kind of hit you in the heart, like, all right, so we, we were just overlooking all this stuff going on, like, this is normal. And then now, you know, somebody caught someone on video, now everybody want to... I guess sometimes... Sometimes you got to see it, you know, and, and, and my thing is, you say you got to see it, but you saw Rodney King, you know, you saw so many examples, so many things going on. What, what else you need to see to show that it's a, it's a fucked up problem. The situation is messed up. What else you need to see? And so, so with that, with George Floyd being, being just a tough George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, man, we want to make sure we say both of those names. Um, and so get on a lighter note, man. We'll go to the last dance. That came up next with Jordan. Now, how many of y'all saw the last dance? Yep. Everybody did. Jordan is my most favorite asshole of all time. 
the king. He the king. He the king. The king. It's the way the way Jordan was, man. I, I took that personally. And then, <laughs> then the fact Jordan had his drink in his hand, you know what I'm saying? I'm bloodshot red and all. Blood. <laughs> I love that boy. Hate him, yeah, if he had um gout or something, I'm like, is, is he have gout? Like, why is his eyes discolored? What's wrong with Jordan? So that hey, that man was committed to winning and winning. Only goddamn nothing anything that man wanted to win it. <laughs> Pennies. He wanted to beat Bob from accounting. Yes, <laughs> right. Hey, check this check this out though. That man held a grown man's dinner on the on the right. plane. Told Horace Grant, you don't deserve to eat. Right. Man, I'll beat so, Mr. Jordan. Was got that what night. you talking about? What you talking about? We done had some turbulence. Playing would have been rocking, man. Man, what? You know, it, you know, speaking of turbulence and speaking of stuff rocking, the next big thing that happened in the year was was your man all five foot two of them taking on all five foot eleven of her Tory Lanes popping one Megan's ass. <laughs> Or foot. Hey, y'all didn't hear this, but after the after he shot her, she's like, "Oh, you want to shoot me in my pink?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, we man. do not. We hey, for the record, we do not condone domestic no, violence. We don't. We don't at all. We don't at all, and we do think that's some big shit to go and shoot the girl in her foot. Oh, for sure. Can you when you when you wanted the um lollipop gill? That's all you can do. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. That's that's one of my things, man. Like, like I gotta tell we some of that other day because um some other young boy he got killed playing with a gun and up killing himself. I think he played for the for the Texas A&M or Mississippi Texas, State, one of them. Texas Tech. Yeah. Okay, Texas Tech. Yeah. And my thing is this, man. Like, like I no, said, when I joke, the Utah I thought, kid. It was the Utah kid. Yeah, the Utah kid. Right. It was the Utah right, kid. right. 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 My thing is this, like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? These young boys, they see these rappers and they, you know, they think about all this gang stuff. Everybody got a gun. Everybody got a nine millimeter. When you don't know what you're doing with a pistol, tell y'all young boys something. First and foremost, take the clip out. All right? <laughs> Remove the bullet. All right? Then pull the top back. I know you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Pull the chamber back. That other bullet go pop out. Now you can play with it. I don't know why y'all turning the gun, pointing it at yourself. But anyway... This, now you can play because no bullets in the good. All right, start start there first. Cause y'all wilding, man. Y'all wild. I don't get it. Well, we know that the we know that the male ego is fragile. We know that, and and I I think Megan probably hurt his little feelings, and he felt right. way about it, <laughs> and he had no other way to express himself if it went down the way that we think it went down because we don't really know. <laughs> uh, but. There's a great likelihood that she hurt his feelings, and and he had no other way to express himself, and he just acted a donkey. No, he just acted a, acted a fool, man. Cause I think I think what happened, man. You know, I don't have, I wasn't in the car. I don't know what happened, but in my mind, they got to drinking a little bit, talking a little bit of shit back and forth to him, and then Megan, you know, Megan probably said something about you being five foot two. She probably mushed him. Yeah, she might have mushed him in the head, and, and, and you, your feelings hurt. You a little, oh, oh little ass, no, 
<laughs> say it with your chest. Stand up and say it to my face. Right. Oh, you and he can't. probably stood up on the seat. You, gotta stand up on the, the you need stand a booster seat? seat you need a booster seat? Well, I can imagine the chick telling me I need a booster seat. Boy. I, I, I didn't know he was fine. <laughs> I ain't know he was hey, going to telephone book driving. Right. <laughs> hey, what's that thing called? Napoleonic complex? That's what it is. He, he, get, hey, he got a short fuse. But you're a chance. I tell you, Chance, you ain't know you five two chance. Go and watch um him freestyling. Just Google Tori on the sway. On Sway in the Morning. And Sway in the Morning, he got these. If you watch the little video clip of him, he Sway had like these high high chairs or whatever, these high stools. They sit there. And he looked like a little kid swinging around the high chair and feet can't touch the ground. And he I'm like, oh, it's the most hilarious shit you will ever see in your whole life. Dog. But wasn't it the Breakfast Club interview where he stands up and he's the same height? Like he's yeah. and he's talking and then he stands up and he's the same oh, mind. Oh, oh, you know what? He probably told my little cousin to eat. Okay, yeah, hey, he, he don't. But that ain't, now that y'all say that, man, that, this ain't all his fault, man. It's everybody else picking on him. <laughs> so he man, was bullied, chance. That was man can't help that he five two. If he yeah. would have chosen, he'd probably been six nine. You know, I gotta tell everybody, man. Somebody gotta be tall. Somebody gotta be average. Somebody gotta be short. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what's that song called? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was, I wish I was, was a little bit taller. I wish I had a girl, a good alcohol. You know, he had a girl, Y'all talking about hey. wish I was a baller. Wish I was a baller, man. We move on. Getting close. It was getting close to the NBA Finals, man. The NBA Finals. They went and moved that thing into a bubble and played in, and played in a bubble, man. What y'all thought about? The NBA season, finishing out with Braun taking his title, taking home the title. Man, you got to do what you got to do to keep that currency coming in. I think the NBA got it right. They proved to be the only professional league that got it right. They isolated the players. They put them in one place and, and kept it confined, and it worked. Baseball didn't do a bubble. How many games got canceled? Had to be right. replaced. Football didn't do a bubble. I don't know how you could have done it with that team and with those teams and the number of people, but basketball got it right because they could do the squad size, but they're the only professional league that got it right. We're going to put all of y'all here and we will successfully get through this season. And it worked. They had they had the, the right amount of people per team too. Yeah. Because I mean, um, like with football, it's squad size. 50, you can't do that yeah. with a hundred man um, roster. You can't. Yeah. Do that. You got 50. The three guys on the team, then you got the equipment guys. You, I mean, it's too much personnel needed for football, but I agree, Shauna. The NBA got it right, man, and they they did that and they grew their league. People that didn't really pay attention to the NBA, they got a chance to see it on on, on the big scale. So you know, you may have grown your uh, league a little bit. Man, they took away like... the home court. They took away home court advantage. It was it was it, it almost felt like pure basketball. It felt right, like right. I'm watching pure basketball, and it was. It was some of the best basketball we've watched versus what we've seen in years past. And they might do themselves well to do this again. Like, let's let's try to make it. Maybe you let fans come, but we need to be in a centralized location and let's just run this thing right, out. Just for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, 
Like you say, we got raw, man. Them boys started talking trash to each other. It went back to them Jordan days, you know what I'm saying? Like, them boys was getting personal. And then guess what? They had to see each other on campus after the game was on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was real. It was almost like how we used to be at our Presbyterian, walking around during team camp, you know what I'm saying? Like, we might dust the team off. Hey, we seen them while we walking across the campus. You know, we ain't going to say nothing. They ain't going to say nothing. You know, you done won, but you know how that go. <laughs> but, yeah, it was that was some real basketball, though. Now the question is, was it like you said that's real basketball? Was it was it fair? Does it count as good as much as you know you having to deal with home court advantage? Yeah, you earn that home court advantage all through the year. Now everybody had a new society. But everybody had the same well, advantages though. Well, so it was just so, balling. So some people saying some people saying like hey LeBron don't it ain't it ain't the same because it was in the bubble. Then some people say it was hard because right. it was in the bubble. What do y'all think about I'm that? A I'm a Laker fan, and that counts. We put it in the books. We tied right. with the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Everybody had the same opportunity. They just didn't have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now, now to your defense, Chance, now, I'm going to keep it with you. I used to go to a lot of Carolina <laughs> games, and I watched, I watched the Gamecock beat Kentucky literally based off the crowd energizing them on the court. You know what I'm saying? The whole defense, offense. You know, every time they make a good play, the crowd roaring. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they just scored a touchdown in football or something. So I've watched the crowd energize the team to a victory. That really wasn't uh, on paper. They had no chance of hell against Kentucky. Oh, hey, all that sound good. It definitely subtracted that from some teams that need that. Man, all that sound good. But at the end of the day, you either can stop me or you can't, or you can put right. the ball in the basket or you can't. Right. I'm, I'm with saying, you, bro. I'm L.A. too, baby. Come but on, I'm man. just saying in general, not just, <laughs> not just L.A. I'm just saying in general, the crowd is great. You know, looking up, they seeing Sean and them, you ugly. Hey, hey, you ugly. You ugly. All that, that's cool. But all that ain't help us put the ball in the basket, and that don't help you get the ball down the court and execute. At the end of the day, you still got to execute. Uh, my question was, was it was it a uh, – Asset or a liability to people. It was an asset. I, I think I think that uh a lot of the people who usually don't play good play really good. Like they didn't have as much pressure. But I think the superstars, it was more pressure. You know, like the, the best players, it was more pressure on them to be good without no crowd and all that. But the people who usually score eight points a game was out there scoring twenty and thirty. Like Ray John Rondo was out there hitting threes. He ain't never hit threes his whole career. You know what I mean? But that's when he gets paid to do, Chance. But I think Chance, right. Chance, I, also what I got the same defense to that is uh, they was able to get in the rhythm because they was playing more often. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had them breaks. Them boys playing day after day. I had one day break right back at it two, three games in a row. You know what I'm saying? So they was able to gain the rhythm and keep hooping. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the difference, too. Rather than flying back to L.A. two, three days off, you know, uh, flying to Miami, you down to Miami tricking the night before the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, that's just keeping it real. You know, that's you how hit, I go down. You hit the point right on the head, man, Dre, right there. When when it comes down, I think the only advantage to the bubble was no traveling, no tricking away, no time. You know, the elimination of distraction. Yeah, the elimination of distraction. Concentrate on basketball. You yeah, know, you know, no, no limit pepper loop. 
They got to bring their folks up in the in the bubble. No, no, no. You got to bring a certain. You can only bring immediate family. Family members, right? You couldn't bring your girlfriend. You couldn't bring the stripper. You couldn't bring the strippers from Magic City. Nah, you had to bring immediate family, and the immediate family had to. The, the way the NBA set it up was so smart because in order for you to come into the bubble, you had to quarantine for 10 days at your at the home city first. Your Whatever city that your team played in, you had to quarantine at a hotel for 10 days, and then they flew you private to the bubble, and before you could enter where the players played in the bubble, you had to quarantine another five days before you could enter in, in there. And also, everybody who was in that particular area where the players were, they could not leave. It was so, it was so much separation that the people who made the food for the players, the people, the actual chefs and everything, they were all at another hotel. And they had to cook the food, individual put the food, individual plates, put them in the containers, and then drop the containers off. And somebody had to come pick up the containers and then drop the containers off at the doors of the hotels. And then somebody from inside the hotel could come and get the food. That's how much separation they had, man. I, the NBA did a great job with the quarantine. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to tell you why they started they letting did. them have visitors because uh, them boys was coming to the door, but they get picking up that. <laughs> they, they talked about it for about two seconds and they left it alone. That's <laughs> so they I'm, had to get them boys some type of relief, man. One dude got sent home because uh, he's messing with one of the girls out there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the dude from uh, Houston. Yeah. Some people can't, can't hold, it, hold it together long enough, I guess. <laughs> man, I tell you, man, and, and here goes. Well, we just keep on moving on with this year, man. Keep sliding into the year. Um, also, you know, speaking of going to people's doors, showing up at the doors butt naked, uh, twenty twenty was a census year. Twenty twenty was a census year, so you had your census workers out on the street, and it was a tough time for these guys. A lot of people didn't uh, understand how tough it was for people in the census to be out there doing that stuff. You had that going on. And then right before the census, right during the height of the census, your kids went back to school. And I'm putting back in quotations. Your kids went back to school because it was virtual for your kids. Now, LeBron, you a teacher. You had to do a little bit of virtual teaching. Now, that was a big difference. That was a big change. Some shit we've never seen before. Virtual school. Man, listen, that, that was a big problem and still is going on with the virtual because your your technology, man, is, is made to fill us. And that's what's been happening. And kids have just gone missing. They hadn't shown up, hadn't turned in no work, can't find them. So it's, it's been a big mess, man. And, it's, and it's, it's only getting worse. The more cases we get is the land that's going back to school full time because, like Shauna said earlier, people won't put their mask on. Mm-mm-mm. I think about that virtual man. If you ain't got straight A's, you got a problem. <laughs> hey, if I was in school virtual with a cell phone and laptops and all that stuff, I'm getting every answer correct every time. 
Well, it also, it also doesn't account for the students who have education impacting disabilities, right? So I've got some form of, I can't concentrate because of this, or I've got a deficiency in, you know, math learning, and it doesn't account for that. And you're expecting students who've not been in this situation before to have to adapt. Parents got to adapt. We found out parents don't like their kids. We've seen a whole bunch of parents who are like, I need these jokers to go back to school because I can't, I don't have the patience. I don't have the, you know, I don't have the, the, I, the disposition to be able to sit here and, and help this child get through school. And, you know, I don't have kids, but I've seen it. And I've got coworkers who are like, I got to send these kids back to school because this right here is too much for me. <laughs> yeah, we, were I mean, we were babysitting the whole time. Right. Parents kind of got to got to taste any uh, parent that has a child that's been a behavioral problem that said, no, not my child, not my child. Yeah, it came back. There was a lot of apologies sent this way. It was Lord Dequavion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Brad Burch is cool. It say, we say that one little girl. I don't know if y'all know about that story. But uh, the mama boyfriend was got doggone coming in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it saved her. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know that story, Um, Well, I put it like this. The girl was doing virtual school. I think the teacher let them take a break or something like that. And um, she didn't turn her uh, camera off. And so I guess the, the boyfriend or the girl or the mama was coming in the room telling the little girl to kiss him somewhere. Oh, gotcha. And uh, like I say, she left the camera on. And so, of course, the teacher saw it. And then, you know, she reacted like she's supposed to. And nip that situation in the butt. So yeah, I mean it's like I say, it might have been hell or whatever, but like I say, it saved that one little girl. You know what I'm saying? That, that little girl life is gonna go in a whole nother direction. It might still do, but I mean, hey, at least it stopped it for the meanwhile. Yeah, yeah, that's one of that one of the definitely one of the bright points. Anytime, anytime you get a pervert off the streets, man, that's Right. I mean, right. it's a special place in hell, man. It's, you know, it's a special place. It's a special place in jail because <laughs> they going to see about <laughs> You know, but, you know, hey. You so I guess, uh, fast forward, man, we're getting closer to the end of the year. You had the election in November. They finally end up voting your boy out of office. Well, we, wow. we still don't have a, we still don't have final results on that till <laughs> next week. <laughs> This later this week, fly. So uh, he apparently, so far he got the votes, but as of yesterday, they got a recorded conversation. Yo, he is unhinged. He is unhinged. I what what was it? He was talking to the uh, Secretary of State of Georgia, the guy in charge of the uh, Georgia voting voting process, and he trying to threaten him. About well, you need to find my vote. Find the eleven thousand votes that I need. Find the eleven thousand votes because we won by a lot. Code, code for change, eleven thousand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I give credit to the to the uh, Secretary of State of Georgia. He he stood the ground. He said, "Look, man, I can't find what ain't there. You lost. You know, basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> you lost." And so, but your boy is still fighting, trying to be the president. And then um, my favorite one we're going to end the year off with was Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. And all of the other undercard shit and everything else that came along with that. You had your boy Nate Robinson getting 
knocked, slammed the fuck out. <laughs> slammed the fuck out. You get knocked out in eight punches. No. By, by internet star. Eight punches. He, no. he had one professional fight, Sean. He had one professional fight. Man, oh, my eight man. punches. Man, bro, eight punches, bro. I put you in the ring right now. You're going to take eight punches. No, you, you're not putting me in the ring. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. He's going to take boxing. I want to take it one. I want to take it one punch, bro. Hell. Hey, he hit the floor three times off of three. Everybody got a plan today. Get hit in the mouth. Get in the mouth. He lied. He lied. He get trilled in the battle. And Nate, and Nate was going to keep running in there until he got hit in the mouth. And when he hit him in the forehead, that was it. Yeah, but that, was a, that was a great production overall, like the fights with the, the rappers the, performing. I love that. The unsung hero, like that. though, was Snoop Dogg on there the commentary. Right. Oh, man. I'm saying, Snoop on the commentary. Okay. Snoop, hey, slow down, homie. Slow down, homie. You got on basketball shoes. <laughs> that damn thing was too good. I ain't gonna get too much on Nate, man, because the internet has told him to peace. Yeah, they did. It was roasting him but, during the fight. But I will say this about Mike Tyson, man. Started listening to his podcast this year, and Mike Tyson is a smart, insightful individual. And I would never have known that or thought that. I thought that man was just a savage, man. You know what I'm saying? But dude got, he's emotional, got feelings and everything, man. It's like, it, it's like he was programmed to be this killer in the ring. But you get him outside that ring, I mean, he smoked weed like a choo-choo train, for sure. But he's he's actually a smart dude. And I'm like, wow, this man, this man got together. More than me, cause uh, <laughs> no. When you got when you got money, dog, you can gain knowledge. Say when you got money, you can gain knowledge. Man, but he lost all of it. He lost all of it, and Snoop. he got it back. Uncle Snoop. Hey, obviously Roy Jones wasn't smart enough not to get his ass in there with it. <laughs> hey, hey, he, he took that check. Hey, Look, y'all must have forgot. Check. Y'all must have forgot. Yeah, he did forget. He did forget. <laughs> hey, but Roy. But say what you want, though, Roy ain't he ain't lose no brain function from Mike in that time. Right. He wrapped up every chance. Right. And y'all know, y'all know it was it was an exhibition, so Mike didn't let loose on him like he could have. Shit, it looked like oh no, no, no. It looked like he wanted to. Mike was giving it to him. Like the Mike can't can't, can't control himself in the ring. But no, you can't all that back. Huh? You can't dial that back, man. You can't dial back that killer, man. Yeah, James, you understand? This is an old Mike. This is a more educated Mike. This ain't bro, no big listen. bull that been in the cage all that time. Listen, like Slot said, it only takes one shot to have brain damage. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all, bro. It don't, it don't hey, take And some of them uppercuts look like the wind. The wind and sheer velocity would have knocked me out. I'm telling you. The wind. That's all. That's all. Yes, sir. I'm not. Or, hey, God forbid it be clippy with one of them things on the cheek, on the jaw. Man, he'll crush your whole face. You'll be like 50 and Kanye through the wire. Hey, not the <laughs> oh, hey, in the red seat, like uh, Drew Brees out there with uh, 17 broke ribs. <laughs> Well, I, nah, I want to know how many real hey, uh, Fields got, bro. 
Oh, he's got a, a NFL oh, body. Um, <laughs> I got a body. That boy hit him with the crown on the helmet. Bye, y'all. They sacrificed that man. Yeah, he did. Hey, Hey, I ain't got a body like Sly, but I got a father's body. This body is not take no damn blood. A muscle right there, baby. So what you say? You got you got baby muffin top? He said I ain't got a body like Sly. <laughs> hey, hey, Sly, hey. put put your, hey. put your arm. I'm, I'm ready for Mike. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Keep your shirt on. Hey. Keep your shirt hey, Sly, on. Sly, Sly was a damn good size offensive lineman now. Bro, hey, you don't know me. You don't know me for a long time. You ain't never seen me take a L. Not from boxing, man. Wrestling. You ain't never seen your boy take a hey, L. Slide. Hey, slide now. Hold on now. You won one fight, but I tell you what, you took my fifty-two before you got your four weeks. <laughs> you ain't never seen me take no L. You won. Hey, you won, slide. but you lost in the hit in the plus hey. count. <laughs> hey. Wait, hey, wait a minute. You say you ready for Mike who's huh? Who? Mike who? You say you ready? You, I, I, I. you Mike, ready for Mike, Mike who? Michael Terrence must be. <laughs> hey, Michael Hook. Michael Hook. Michael Hook. Who ain't fighting nobody, boy? Must be Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson that went to school with him. A... <laughs> Look here. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, it don't matter. Black, you talking about for Michael Jackson. <laughs> He ready for salt, dog. Yep. Well, check this out, man. That's about our, our 2020 wrap-up, man. I think we're going to end it right there with this Tyson thing, man. But it has been a great year. It has been a bad year. It's been a medium year. I think it's been whatever you made the year out to be, man. Let's get some pardon shots, man. What's going on with you, Bron? Tell the people bye-bye for the year. Hey, man, I'm going to say bye-bye to 2020, and I'm going to say hello to the playoffs. If it ain't about Buffalo, it ain't about nothing. Peace out. Love y'all. What about you, Coop? Oh, man. Peace to 2020, man. It was a great year for me. Like I said, I was able to spend some time with the newborn. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, God bless everybody else who had to deal with the issues and the death that came along with the COVID. But uh, 21, we here, man. Let's do better, man. Let's stick together. We didn't got this movement going. Let's keep it pushing. See you Hey, man, we made it. We made it through 2020, man. Let's keep on pushing. Say hey, 2021, got to be better. Even if we we still dealing with this Rona, man, we know how to deal with it a little better. Let's do what we got to do to get this thing uh, nipped in the bud and get back to normal, man. Just we made it. How you feel? I'm with Chance. We made it. Make sure you take time to love all your people, live in the moment, and do what matters to you and what matters the most. Because tomorrow is definitely not promised. Well, say it, girl. Well, this this is the RIP 28 podcast wrapping it up for 2020. I want to thank all of you guys who joined us. I can't see that chance. Who joined us this year. And thank everybody who plan on joining us next year, man. It has been a blast. We have enjoyed it. And we're going to keep on doing it here on the RIP 28 podcast. We hope you all enjoy more content to come. We love you on the RIP 28 podcast. It's a place where a few friends can get together and we talk about a few things. Some of those things you like, some of the things you might not like, 
but we're going to keep on talking about them here on the RIP 28 podcast. Birthday to the wifey. Happy birthday, Mr. Nazareth. Yeah, happy birthday, Mr. Nazareth. Sorry, we had to borrow a chair for you, Hey, Chan's got to get his tattoo done with highlighter. <laughs> Chance, I hope you got her some Tiffany or something. Little blue box. Something good. Chance, Chance, Chance. I'll tell you guys what I'm going to Hey, all the thing blue chips. All the thing blue chips. All the thing blue chips. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> 